0: The Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy.
1: Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. We love the weekly specials that DraftKings offers. Uh, many of these are stretching the go-go gadget are week in and week out. But there is one that I find mouth-watering and I think has got an excellent shot to hit. At plus 150, Lundy, combined touchdowns, rushing and passing between Jalen Hurts and Derek Carr on Sunday between the Philadelphia Eagles and Las Vegas Raiders, uh, and it's set at four and a half. So can they get five combined rush and pass TDs? I say yes. You got a game teetering on a 50 total, and I think it probably will eventually surge past that. It's currently at 49.5 at tape time. Uh, But you look at these quarterbacks. I mean, Jalen Hurts has got 13 combined touchdowns so far on the season, Derek Carr has got 10 TDs. So. Effectively, what I'm looking for is this. I think Hertz is going to pose some sick numbers on the ground, knowing the inadequacies of Las Vegas in the trenches. They're giving up 4.52 yards per carry to the running back position. Now, Vegas has been dynamite uh, via the air, uh, giving up just 6.25 YPA. Philadelphia, uh, right there with them, giving up a 6.7 YPA. But the Eagles have allowed two passing touchdowns per contest. So, if Hertz can get us, let's see, one on the ground, two through the air, or vice versa, two on the ground, one via the air, and all Derek Carr's got to do is, you know, do what he always does every single week and post some multi-TD performance vertically, Uh, I think we're going to cash on this. So, I think this is a reasonable shot to hit. Again, Jalen Hurts, Hurts so good, and get out of my dreams get into Derek's car uh those two guys combined for five touchdowns that scores is a cool plus 150 uh fade or fall I think it
0: hits I think it hits. The thing I will say, for those of you that don't understand, uh, some of you are are, are very young um, and and maybe just barely of legal gambling age. This is what children of the 80s do. Uh, We sing Uh, cheesy songs, bad songs. We sing lyrics that usually make, uh, for example, my teenage daughter, her eyes sort of roll into the back of her head like, Dad, knock it off. Uh, things like that. Uh, But this is what we do. So I know you really want to tune in to the podcast for Brad's uh, picks and for whether or not I agree or disagree. But really, you should stick around for the karaoke sessions because it's really, uh, it it works. (laughs) Uh, I think Hertz is actually good for three of these. Um, And I think it could be the either or that you just talked about. I like the one through the air, two on the ground, vice versa. Um, I think this game will get up over that total you were talking about. And that's what you try to do. You correlate, right? You find these bonus bets on DraftKings and then you correlate it with a game that you Think is going to go over. Lots of offensive opportunities, which means a chance to cash. Plus, I'm getting seduced by that juice.
1: Yeah, money for nothing and uh, more picks for free, Lundy. So another '80s reference there. Let's get to it with another edition on this hockey hub day with the fade five. Number five. Oh, the NBA did me dirty already, Lundy. Last night, as I got Captain hooked, yar. Uh, by old James Harden. Uh, Did not have a single dime in the second quarter last night. Had the over on the eight and a half. I had that parlayed with an Anthony Davis steal. I just needed one. He got it. Uh, So I was one dime off from scoring a nice little two-game parlay uh, to begin the NBA season. But you know what? We're not quitters. We don't give up. We just don't throw our hands in the air in frustration. We get back at it. And that's exactly what I'm going to do tonight with another two-legger in the association. We're going to focus on threes, Made so hopefully some tray bombs from Nikola Vucevic over one and a half made threes against the Pistons and CJ McCollum on the late night tip over two and a half made threes against the Sacramento Kings. Both of those hit the over. It's plus one forty two at DraftKings Sportsbook. And look at what McCollum did last season on uh, eight point nine attempts from way downtown per game. made threes per contest. That was a career high, mind you. He shot over 40% from along the arc. Meanwhile, uh, Vucevic, in 26 games after he was shipped from Orlando to Chicago, 5.8 three-point attempts per game, 2.3 makes per contest, shooting a robust 38.8% along the perimeter. So, again, I need three threes from McCollum. A pair of threes from Vucevic, both of those hit plus 142, fade or follow. Oh, man, I can't believe you got
0: hooked last night. Uh, Yeah, sucks when you miss out on those opportunities. So let's do it tonight, and let's hope Captain Hook stays out of the way. These are fun. The three-point ones are fun to me. Two of my favorites that I love to do within the NBA, we'll talk about them as we go through the season, or if you've been with us now for 300-plus episodes of this pod. You know, Brad and I like a couple of things. We like made threes, especially if it's somebody really random that only has to make one, or the PRAs so let's start off the NBA season here on a Wednesday with a couple of made threes I like Vucevic McCollum maybe a little bit nervous that might be where I'm paying attention to the hook but I like both of these and parlay them together let's get some plus odds
1: come on NBA be kind to your boy tonight and make it rain
0: number four all
1: right let's move on it is a hockey hump day edition of the pod after all Lundy, give us some picks with the pucks what do you like tonight on the ice
0: well let's uh there's only a couple of games uh on uh, the ice tonight and oddly enough brad because people that are flipping through their television tonight are going to be confused because it's a double header on tnt and mm-hmm. i know people are not used to that when right. it comes to hockey usually They're the nba ernie yeah, they're used to seeing Ernie in the boys uh, is what they're used to seeing in uh, on TNT. But it is, in fact, hockey. Uh, and the first game of that doubleheader will be uh, in the city of brotherly love. The Flyers are hosting the Boston Bruins. Give me the over on the total goals, which, by the way, has been cashing uh, pretty consistently here as the season has gotten started. You can call it shaky goaltending. You can call it some of these line combinations getting used to each other. But uh, we have seen some leaky goaltending, uh, which sounds really awful and probably <laughs> requires a visit to the hospital uh, because uh, we have seen a lot of goals scored in games where I thought, okay, maybe it'll creep over uh, the total and then we're seeing like nine being the final by the time it's done. There's a lot of offense going on on the ice right now, but I like the over in this one. The Flyers are probably going to have Martin Jones uh, between the pipes. Uh, and speaking of leaky, uh, there's a picture of him uh, in the dictionary if you look at his performance last season. So I think we're going to see some goals uh in particular i think we're going to see goals from boston and that's going to play into bonus time coming up here in a little bit but take the over on the six total goals between the bruins and the flyers
1: Ooh, a little sneak preview oh you're so naughty luddy! i can't wait to see what you reveal number three all right let's go to college football we got a game on wednesday Believe it or not. Uh, And we got a whole host of games on Thursday night, and I'm going to have a pick and bonus time uh, for one of those matchups. We got Coastal Carolina, our buddies. The Chanticleers, and this is actually a dynamite matchup, going to Appalachian State. To take on the Mountaineers. Uh, Coastal is laying, it depends where you shop. I locked in it at four and a half. It's up to five right now at DraftKings. Some books still have it at four and a half. Uh, If you get it four and a half, five, it doesn't really matter. I'm still taking Coastal in this one, and I'm going to lay the standard juice here at minus 110 at those respective sports books. But look, Coastal Carolina cannot be stopped. Uh, You know, resistance is futile against them defensively, as they are on the year number two in all of the FBS. Uh, teams in total offense, averaging 554.2 total yards per game, 8.8 yards per play. Holy smokes. Uh, Grayson McCall's completed 79.8% of his passes. It's absurd. Uh, Appalachian State, uh, you know, just number 68 in overall defense in college football. Uh, You can't say that about Coastal Carolina then shutting dudes down as well. Number six in total D. So, you have uh, you know, top six ranking in total D, uh, top two ranking in total offense. You're facing Appalachian State team that, yes, they do love to run, but that is the strength of this Chanticleer's team is botting up up front, and I just don't see how the Mountaineers can stop Coastal Carolina from start to finish in this game. I think Coastal cruises to a double-figure victory on the road. Is it a trap, Admiral Akbar? Fade or follow, Coastal Carolina, minus four and a half, minus five, minus 15, I don't care. Give me the Shanta Clears. fade or follow,
0: Lundy. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm not taking minus 15, but, you know, <laughs> you're getting a little out of control. Yeah, that was Here's a lot of control, deal. sorry. Here's the deal. Uh, I bet on uh, Appalachian State last week, week, and they screwed me. So screw them. Uh, I'll take Coastal Carolina just for that. I'm bitter. I'm 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 bitter because I enjoy betting on these, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday uh, college football games, um, whether it's Pac-12 after dark or a couple of random squads. But Coastal Carolina is a good team, man. Um, I mean, they keep winning like this. They're going to play in a pretty substantial bowl game. Uh, So I think they've got some motivation. And again, screw App State
1: because they screwed me last week. Uh, No doubt about it. Fade the living daylights on the Mountaineers just because Lundy is spiteful. With that, stick around for our top plays uh, across the spectrum of sports, including a look ahead, some of the best lines in week seven of the NFL, plus a ton more action in bonus time. All right, Luddy, let's go ahead and look at some of those, uh, what I feel, soft lines uh, in the NFL for week number seven. And let's start off with a battle between The ATL, Atlanta, fresh off of a bye week against Miami. Uh, Do not get a bye after playing in London, which uh, is a rarity. Usually teams get that one-week siesta, but I guess the NFL said, well, you're Miami, or you're the closest franchise to jolly old England, so that was just a hop and a skip, not a full jump over there uh, in London to play that game. So you get to turn around and play another game, but at home, Uh, And I'm going to take the over in this one at 47 and a half. I kind of like the Miami money line here just a little bit as well at plus 125. But, you know, Atlanta's been over in three of five games. Uh, Miami's been over in three of six games this season. But you look at these teams defensively, and they got problems. Uh, Atlanta giving up 257.6 pass yards per game and 11 to 1. Touchdown and interception split in five contests vertically. Miami, meanwhile, giving up 307.5 pass yards per game. A 13-2 touchdown interception split. And they have been overly generous in the trenches, giving up 4.56 yards per carry. I think it's going to be a big week for Cordero Patterson. The Show Otani of the NFL, the ultimate hybrid player. Uh, I think Tua Tagovailoa is going to go out there and post some uh, serious numbers as well vertically, and it sounds like he's going to get Devontae Parker back uh, this week to go along with Jalen Waddle, Mike Isecki, uh and whoever else is going to be running football. doesn't really matter. And that Miami backfield, whether it's going to be a Miles Gaskin game, who the hell knows. But regardless, I think there's going to be points of plenty here. I think this is a way too low of a total and I do believe that Miami's got a really good shot to win this thing straight up. So, fade or follow over 47 and a half on the game total and uh, are interested in the fish at plus 125 to take this one in the end. What do you say?
0: I don't mind some plus odds on the money line on Miami, but I do think the NFL really screwed them um, in in not giving them the bye week after london i think that should be automatic if you've got to go over there and deal with that nonsense uh, you shouldn't have to play six days later or seven days later in my opinion but you know nobody asked me my opinion and you know i'm sure roger goodell doesn't care what nate lundy thinks uh i do like (laughs) the over in this one though i i I was actually surprised when i saw this line um because i do think that these are some teams that are going to be generous offensively um i think they both are you know miami obviously coming off of the loss but i mean atlanta is kind of a hot mess uh right now so you put all of that together and i just expect that these offenses are going to get a lot done and the defenses are going to play Olay. so i like the idea of this one hitting the over i think it could comfortably get over this number so an early uh, opportunity to jump on it at 47 and a half before perhaps it takes a move before the weekend
1: yeah the uh, tips will be on the rise there in south florida along with the points number one all right let's get uh, a double revenge game narrative Oh, that's a rarity, but we have it on tap with the Detroit Lions and the L.A. Rams. Revenge game for Matthew Stafford and a revenge game as well for Jared Goff, who had an unceremonious end to his days there in the City of Angels and could soon have an unceremonious end to his brief days in Detroit. Uh, based on the, you know, some of the rumored divides that have been created inside the locker room with the Lions and, of course, Dan Campbell saying, hey, uh, he needs to step his game up. Well, uh, he's got all the motivation in the world to do so, uh, but I think the Lions, as usual, although they've been in some hotly contested games, some heartbreakers this season, but I think they get the breaks beat off of them this week. I'm going to lay the chalk here on the 14 and a half. I'm not scared by Captain Hook. You army mateys, I'm coming for you. now. Now, I'm going to stiff arm you in oblivion, Mr. Hook. But uh, I think 14 and a half is what the Rams will cover. Minus 110 at DraftKings. Uh, you look at the Ramies this season. Four and two against the spread Detroit and even three and three. Uh, but the Lions are just too susceptible defensively. Uh, they're giving up 157 total yards per game. 4.58 yards per carry the running back position. And 9.83 pass yards per attempt. 270.5 pass yards per game, and two passing touchdowns to opposing QBs. Stafford, I think, is just going to absolutely uncork in this game. It's going to be 300-plus of the year, multiple touchdowns for him. And Daryl Henderson – who has quietly become one of the more dependable three-down running backs in this league, should blast his way to 100 combined yards and a touchdown going away. I think it's a 20-plus point victory for the Ramys there at SoFi Stadium. So, fade or follow, Sean McVay's guys, minus 14.5, again, in that double revenge game narrative against the visiting Hello Kitties. This
0: is such a big number. I uh, not as big as
1: Arizona and Houston.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, but, you know, but that's Houston. Uh, You know, I mean, Detroit has just had, you know, way too many heartbreaks uh, over the course of the season. I'll tell you what, I'm going to fade you on this one just because I think it's a little bit too much. This feels like it could be a 12, 13 point game to me. I don't know that it gets all the way up into the absolute ass whooping uh, that you think it's going to be. I'm going to fade you on this one. It did too big, too big of a number for me. Just gut feel.
1: All right, Uh, trust your gut if you agree with Lundy, but uh, I don't think Captain Hook is going to come into play here at all, so (laughs) I'm playing the 14 and a half. All right, amigo, before we get out of here on this Hockey Hump Day, uh, what else you got for me? It's bonus time. Let's go uh, all the way across the
0: board, Brad. Uh, I want to start with uh, we were talking about Boston uh, earlier, the Bruins. Uh, let me get you a player prop off of that one. David Pasternak, give me a goal at a pasta at a plus 115. And by the way, if you want to get really creative and get seduced by the juice, Caesars offers an interesting additional player prop in hockey, which is not just for a player to score a point, But for a player to score a power play point, uh, which obviously we're getting really specific and I at plus 300, Off of Boston, Charlie McAvoy, who's a part of their first unit on the power play. Uh, Boston was top 10 on the power play for conversions last season, uh, and McAvoy is a big part of that. So I'm going to get seduced by a plus 300 if you're feeling uh, frisky. Speaking of Boston, the Red Sox have won four in a row coming off of a loss, and I expect them to do that again. So in the MLB playoffs, give me Boston uh, on the money line. And finally, in the NBA, on the late night tip, if you're looking for it, I think Phoenix is getting way too much credit for overachieving last year. The Nuggets are plus six and a half in Phoenix to start the season. I don't know that Denver wins it straight up, but I definitely don't think the Suns win it in any kind of a blowout. So I'm taking the Nuggets plus six and a half at minus 110.
1: Mm, Interessante. All right, let's go do college football on Thursday night. I think there's four games in total. Uh, but let's go to Vegas. Uh, give me San Jose State. I'm going to lay the chalk here at minus five against the winless Rebels, who have dropped 16 in a row, if I'm not mistaken, in are row and six. I know so far this season, the Rebels allowing 35 points per game. I think the Spartans get it done and win by seven-plus going away. Uh, Some early NFL uh, propage for the upcoming main slate of games. Uh, A lot of these lines coming out much earlier this week compared to last week. This one I pulled from DraftKings. Give me the over on Patrick Mahomes. 20.5 rush yards, a minus 110, and a game with a 57.5 total against Tennessee. Look at Mahomes. Last four games, 45 on the ground, 26, 61, 31, and uh, Trevor Lawrence and Josh Allen back to back eclipse 21 rush yards against this Titans defense. I think Mahomes. Uh, will do the same. And then on Thursday night, football uh, right at the start of tape time on this podcast, Case Keenum getting the start over Baker Mayfield. This resembles like a pro football Hall of Fame game roster that the Broncos uh, are going to be facing. As you have no Nick Chubb, you got no Kareem Hunt. It's De'Ernest Johnson, Demetric Felton going to be splitting some duties at running back. Case Keenum in a revenge game, I guess, Lundy? Uh, he's got a lot of revenge games on the card for him. Going up against his former employer the Denver Broncos, uh, Teddy Tugelov, gloves be good to go, but I think the guy that's really going to tear up the box score in this one is Cortland Sutton. He's 2-1, to one, plus 200 for an anytime touchdown, and I think he's going to get it done. Uh, yeah, he's going to get a lot of Denzel Ward in coverage, who's yet to give up to TD this season, but he has a lot of 64.3 catch rate, but you look at Sutton, he's number one in deep targets, number 14 among eligible wide receivers and red zone targets, number one in air yards in total. Uh, and he scored a TD in his last two, and Cleveland has given up the third most touchdowns to the wide receiver position this season. So one of two TD strikes from Teddy Two Gloves will be to Cortland Sutton, so a plus 200. I cannot reduce uh, or uh, get seduced, I should say. I am getting seduced uh, by the juice in that one. I, I cannot avoid it in any way shape or form you're so
0: you're so aroused that you're you're speechless
1: i i am seriously i was stumbling to find the right words uh because it is so titillating that plus 200 there (laughs) Lundy. no doubt about it with that we got to get the hell out of here uh on this edition of the faith and noise podcast please follow Lundy on twitter at nate Lundy. follow me there at noisy huevos drop us a rating and review would you kindly helps out our show tremendously and until next time as always feed or follow. That is up to you.
0: Feed the noise.